the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. My thanks to Brendan Shea, Madison County Republican County Commissioner candidate. You can find out more about Brendan's campaign at Shea, S-H-E-A, 4, F-O-R, Shea, 4, Commissioner.com. He's fighting big solar. 6,000 acres Bill Gates wants to turn into a solar farm in Madison County, which is already, as Brendan Shea said, got more solar than any other county in the state of Ohio. By the way, that farmland, once you put solar on it, the vibration and stuff like that, it can never be used after like 30 years as farmland again. It can never be used. You know, a bunch of vacant land out there with a trash pile of collapsed windmills. I'm sure Mike Gallagher and I will talk about the fallacy of the Green New Deal and other Joe Biden policies when the uh, Salem National host, whose show precedes my own, uh, appears with me and with Jack Windsor of the Ohio Press Network and 9890 Answer at the Lazy Chameleon in Powell on March the 20th. Get your tickets now. Yes, you need a ticket to get in. But your ticket gets you appetizers, a buffet-style dinner, dessert, a complimentary drink ticket, and a meet-and-greet with me, Mike Gallagher, Jack Windsor, and other special guests. So this is March the 20th. This is the day after the primary. So we'll know who our Republican Senate candidate is. We'll know who our other candidates are that will be running in the general in the fall. You can save by purchasing a pair of tickets, but do it now as prices go up March the 1st. It's brought to you by our friends at Adult Teen Challenge Ohio. Awesome organization. Awesome organization. Pastor Linda, Pastor Phil do a great job at Adult Teen Challenge Ohio. They're definitely changing lives of women trapped in all forms of addiction. Wednesday, March 20th, Lazy Chameleon and Powell. Tickets available, 989theanswer.com. Jeff, I may have to budget uh, an entire half hour for today and crazy because I find myself running out of time to articulate all the crazy. And I only went through two stories in today and crazy. I was in the middle of dissecting this ridiculous column in the Chicago Tribune when I had a thought that I had left important research undone. And so I did some research during the break because the thrust of this column from Shakia Taylor, who writes about the intersection of sports and culture is that Caitlin Clark, the phenomenal Iowa women's basketball player will take a pay cut. Will not take, excuse me. I'm so, I'm so sorry. Shakia will not take a pay cut going from college basketball at Iowa, where they have a passionate fan following, to the WNBA, which if you didn't know, is the Women's National Basketball Association. And I wouldn't blame you if you didn't know, because a lot of people don't know that the WNBA exists. It can't name five players in it and can't name five franchises in it. It's been continually propped up by money from the NBA, which I don't give two hoots about since their uh, Foursquare endorsement of and embrace of the uh, George Floyd narrative out there. But let's just dissect this a little bit. So Caitlin Clark makes a ton of dough, and this writer does not dispute that. Caitlin Clark makes a ton of dough off her name 
image and likeness. Big companies want to be affiliated with Caitlin Clark. Why? Because Caitlin Clark sells product. Caitlin Clark is good for their brand. She has deals with Gatorade, State Farm, Nike, Buick, Tops, and H&R Block. Okay? Now, why do you think she has that kind of allegiance from big sponsors? Yes, of course, because she can make threes from a ridiculous distance, and she's a great passer and all that. But she could be doing all that, and here's a key thing advertisers pay attention to. If no one is watching, then they're not going to contract with her, and they're not going to pay her. Is anyone watching Caitlin Clark do what she does? Well, the ratings are in from Iowa's loss on Sunday afternoon against Nebraska. No, the game was not a lead-up to the Super Bowl, so you can't say, oh, well, everybody's tuning in because they were already at their Super Bowl party and they weren't even paying attention. No, the game was at 1 o'clock. Okay? It was over by 3. The average, average number of viewers during Iowa and Nebraska on Sunday, 1.8 million. 1.8 million. Now, is that the most viewers? That's an outlier, Bruce. Come on. No, it's not. Guess who Caitlin Clark pulled higher ratings playing against? That's right. That would be your Ohio State Buckeyes. A couple weeks ago in Value City Arena, same time, Sunday afternoon, average viewers, Caitlin Clark, Iowa against Ohio State, 1.93 million viewers. A lot of eyeballs on Caitlin Clark. Earlier this year against Maryland, average Beginning to end, average viewers, Maryland and Iowa, 1.5 million viewers. Now, in order to do the comparison, in order for me to tidy up the research I didn't do, in order to be fair to the WNBA, which this Shakia Taylor argues in the Chicago Tribune, will afford Caitlin Clark a bigger platform because, well, it's professional, right? And she'll be surrounded by other professionals. And people will take greater note because, well, I mean, why wouldn't they? It's pro. Like, pros always draw big numbers. Well, the WNBA does not draw big numbers. I checked. Viewers during, what would be the highest rated WNBA game of the year? What do you think? It would be the, the championship series, right? The, champion, the game deciding contest of the WNBA championship. Between the, can you name two WNBA teams? Let's see, I can name the Connecticut Sun, the Minnesota Lynx, the New York Liberty, and I'm out. The New York Liberty was in this game. Jeff, how many can you name? Not three? Not three. Jeff's a big sports fan, by the way. Jeff knows more about sports than I do. The Las Vegas Aces and the New York Liberty played last year in Game 4 of the 2023 NBA Finals. The game averaged, remember, Caitlin Clark averaged on Nebraska 1.8 million, on Ohio State 1.93 million, on Maryland 1.5 million. The average attendant of the average TV viewership of game four of the WNBA Finals last year was 890,000 people. 890,000. About half of what Caitlin Clark has gotten three times this year already. And I only Googled three games she played. Okay. The peak, the peak 
number of people watching the game. Eh, who tunes in for the first quarter? You know, the WNBA, just like the NBA, so decided in the last five minutes, right? So let's just tune in the last five minutes. The game peaked in viewership at 1.3 million viewers. Do you get the nuance? Peak viewers during the WNBA, 1.3 million. Average viewers during three of Caitlin Clark's games this year, 1.5 million, 1.8 million, 1.93 million. Now, are people going to follow her to the WNBA and go, well, I'm watching her. When when do the Poughkeepsie Tornadoes play? I can't wait to watch her. They're not going to go and watch her because are people passionate about the WNBA? No. The ratings bear it out. Are people passionate about the Iowa Hawkeyes? Well, they are in Iowa, and they are all over the Big Ten when Caitlin Clark plays. So she's got another year. You say, well, she's played four years. How can she play another year? COVID. Everybody who went to school during COVID, and she went as a freshman during COVID, can play an extra year. Caitlin Clark, do us all a favor. Don't make it. Please, I beg of you, Caitlin Clark. I beg of you. Don't make me go watch the WNBA to watch you play. Please, would you please continue to play college basketball for one more year? Because you're phenomenal to watch. You're gracious with your fans. You're a tremendous talent. Please, don't make us watch the WNBA, okay? Make Shakia, just if for nothing else, than to penalize Shakia Taylor, this fool, For the Chicago Tribune, who argues that Caitlin Clark will make more salary in the WNBA than she will at Iowa and thus will not have to take a pay cut. Just do it for me and not for Shakia, because trust me, Caitlin, your total compensation at Iowa will be vastly superior to what it will be in the no one watches WNBA. Tomorrow on the show, we will discuss what Tony Bobolinsky. Remember Tony Bobolinsky, the guy who uh, gave blockbuster details on Hunter Biden's business practices uh, during, I believe it was the final Donald Trump Joe Biden debate, right before it with Tucker Carlson. Uh, the mainstream media didn't cover it then; they won't cover it now. Uh, but we will have what Tony Bobolinsky had to say today to Congress. Uh, one thing has already come out: a letter from Hunter Biden to. Uh, a Chinese energy company, uh, which uh, (laughs) coincides with uh, Hunter Biden and his partner Rob Walker's access to classified documents in Joe Biden's garage. Interesting, interesting, interesting. Uh, Speaking of Hunter Biden, of course, Hunter got bags and bags of cash from Ukraine, and a Ukrainian aid package passed the Senate last night. despite a filibuster, actually it passed this morning, uh, despite an all-night filibuster, and it had the support of 22 Senate Republicans, 22 of them, including Mitt Romney, who called the $96 billion foreign aid package, quote, the most important vote we will ever take as U.S. senators. Wow. More important than an impeachment vote on a sitting president? The most important vote, not not that we've taken like this week or this year or in my term as a senator, 
the most important vote we will ever take as U.S. senators. I would think any vote you take to preserve the constitutional freedoms of the people who elected you would be more con- consequential than that. But you're Mitt Romney and I'm not. Uh, so besides Mitt, what other Republican senators passed or voted for passage of this bill? Don't even ask J.D. Vance. Of course not. J.D. Vance is like one of the people leading against it. Now, you know, Sherrod Brown did. These are, these are Republican senators who voted for $96 billion to Ukraine. The notable names, Susan Collins, no surprise, Maine. John Cornyn, Texas. I bet the people of Texas are thrilled that John Cornyn wants to give away $96 billion rather than use the leverage that Republican, not so much senators, but certainly Republican House members have because they control a very thin majority, to guard, you know, Texas's border. I would think John Cornyn would be more concerned about that than he would Ukraine, but apparently not. He voted for it. Joni Ernst, Iowa, who I typically like, but this is stupid on her part. And I'm just crestfallen, crestfallen to see that John Kennedy of Louisiana voted for this aid package, which makes me want to do something that John Kennedy said he often does, which is this. I don't hate anybody. I start out in the morning wanting to follow Jesus, but by mm-hmm. 10 o'clock, I want to follow Jesus and slap somebody. Yeah, well, I follow Jesus all the time, and I know I'm not supposed to slap anybody, but I feel like slapping these senators over this stupid vote. Now, the House has to approve it. Hopefully, we won't get, what do we got, three that take three turncoats, three or four, to pass it. If they pass this, I will, I will go Mitt Romney on you. This will be the dumbest thing that congressional Republicans have done since I started paying close attention to politics about five years ago. Well, okay, I started paying close attention about 20 years ago, but I've really been dialed in the last five years because you have leverage in the House. The only way you're going to get anything done on the border is to withhold what Biden wants, which is Ukraine aid. And you also have to make Democrats vote on a standalone Israel bill, which they did last week, and it passed overwhelmingly, but it needed, I don't know why, but it needed a two-thirds majority to pass. Okay, so here's a story that I saw that troubles me. Because I just think, you know, they always say it's never too late to do the right thing. Well, apparently it is if you're the Ohio State University. You all know about the Richard Strauss case, the doctor who was a pervert and a despicable person who molested hundreds of male athletes during his reign of terror as a team doctor. OSU paid a bunch of money to a bunch of victims, but now... And this is a complicated thing because a lot of victims don't want to face what happened to them. They have to get counseling in order to talk about it, own it, go public with it in order to be part of this settlement. And Ohio State is trying to take advantage of the pain that these people have suffered who have not come forward yet or who are now willing to come forward. And Ohio State is fighting in the courts 
an investigation of Strauss's crimes that it funded itself. Ohio State funded, through a big fancy law firm, a study of Strauss's crimes that cost the university $6 million. They've paid out a lot more than that to the victims of this, as they should have, and as they should continue to do. Because while you want to be woke and have a $65 million DEI department and you want to let these freaks parade around campus with their nonsensical defense of Palestine and their moronic association of what Israel suffered on October the 7th to what the Palestinians are suffering now in a war that Israel declared in order to, you know, keep Palestine from trying to wipe Israel off the map. If you're going to be so kind and loving and tolerant and diverse, Ohio State, to allow all that, could you show a little bit of those qualities toward men who were scarred for life by an employee that many, many accounts say the university knew about and did nothing to stop? Now, I will say during that time, I've said this before, I want to be fair to my alma mater, that was a different time. That was a different time. And wrestlers and hockey players, tough guys, aren't going to, in the late 80s and 90s, rise up to say, hey, this happened to me. Because it's like the prevailing response at that time would have been, well, why didn't you do something about it? Why didn't you slug him? Like, you know, that's not really molestation because you're a dude. All these kinds of Neanderthal thoughts were the prevailing thought at the time. And so patience and kindness and compassion toward these men who have been scarred is what Ohio State owes them as much as money. But they don't want to pay them money. And they don't want to extend them kindness and compassion and patience. And so they're fighting the consideration in court of a study they funded that proves... Strauss did what he's alleged to have done, what they've already paid other victims for suffering. So it seems like, oh, see, we, see, we had the money chest open and we were willing to pay you, but you didn't get here in time. Statute of limitations and all that. Sorry about your pain. Have a nice life. And by the way, go Bucks and please donate to our NIL collective. They can find $13 million dollars to pay their football team next year in NIL. They most assuredly will be able to find $15 million to make Chris Holtman go away if the Buckeyes basketball season doesn't turn around. But they can't find it in their hearts to be fair to these victims. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.